0: Welcome, everybody, to Dark Feather Gaming News. This is episode 10 of our gaming news podcast. So, again, uh, as usual, this is going to be kind of a accumulation of the week. If you want on-the-minute news, make sure you check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash news. Um, another small update, we are going to be shifting to a weekly basis for our podcasts now. These are starting to get kind of lengthy, um... So we're gonna to move to kind of a format of going about these once a week instead of once every other week, uh, which necessarily will bring the time down a little more. Um, so I wanted to give that update for you guys too. So make sure make sure you watch out for us every week. So um, this is Thor, and I am brought or I am uh, bringing you news today along with Fat Gamer Jaff. Tell Me Crook,
1: Sasquatch Senpai.
0: And today, we are going to kick things off by talking about Far Cry 6. Uh,
1: yeah, so Far Cry 6 is in fake Cuba, or Venezuela, I don't know, a socialist collapse. So yeah, um, this was revealed at Ubisoft Forward, which was their showcase of games and whatnot. Um, I think we have a few Ubisoft Forward things here. Uh no no we don't so don't worry about that but they showcased all their games a few remakes but Far Cry Six was definitely the big one it's the most
2: mm.
1: popular game there it's coming out it's new um I guess they did also have some Assassin's Creed stuff as well but it wasn't any more news Far Cry Six was you know an actual reveal with the trailer and the trailer was actually really really well done um who is it uh Giancarlo Esposito. Um, will be voicing and playing the game's villain. I don't know. He's some actor. He's wow,
3: what do I recognize
1: him depending. from?
3: Breaking Bad.
1: No, I, I know Breaking Bad,
0: and I saw the memes about that, but there's something else that I was that I recognize him from, and it's it's bugging the shit out of me.
3: I know I've seen him in something else, was, too, was but I not Walking name Dead?
0: It. I don't know. I remember him being a dick, whatever I'm thinking of. Like, he was an absolute dick.
3: He was a dick in Breaking Bad too.
0: <laughs> maybe it's just been so long since I've seen Breaking Bad, and that's what I'm thinking of.
1: But I think he was
0: he on play. Walking. Dead. I mean, maybe what's not his, what's his name it's again.
1: Little... Um, I, I I very well could be butchering his first name. Uh, it is Giancarlo Esposito? Giancarlo, yeah. Giancarlo.
2: Hmm.
1: Thank you. Mexican Are you gonna man.
3: Google it right now, Thor?
1: Yeah, it's like what I'm doing. Oh uh,
0: man, I totally uh, uh... butchered that, and Google still figured it out. That's pretty
2: cool. I put a WikiLeaks link in the I'm chat.
0: already I'm already on IMDB dude. Wikipedia like I'm so far. Oh revolution, that's what I was thinking of. If you've seen revolution, he's a cockmonger in that show.
1: <laughs> which makes sense. an offshoot bad. He's from Denmark, okay.
3: <laughs> Wait, I didn't see that coming
1: Holy. wow he's a uh, Italian what? Yeah! I didn't know that. He, uh, Italian pronunciation, so I'm assuming he's Italian. Oh, yeah, Yeah, he is. Parents, so Giovanni. Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: That's pretty
0: They
2: have dark skinned is Italian. God, well, I'm guessing his mom dead. is black. That's racist.
3: <laughs> Shut up.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so he's playing the villain. Um, Big signing for a villain. Uh, he did a great job voicing the trailer. Uh. The February 18th, 2021 is when it's supposed to release. Um, also, it will have a free PS4 to PS5 upgrade, which seems kind of weird being 18 to February 18th, but that kind of goes along with the weird, like, limited production run of PS5s initially, mm-hmm. which they did bump up. I think, like, doubled it or something, but I think they'll need to pump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm excited for that. I played through Far Cry Five, and the story was great. The gameplay was good. The graphics are great. So that'll be fun. It's
0: another one of those um, I shamefully have like one through four I own and have just never played them. I have so many games that I've just never
3: even. Yeah. Played. <laughs>
1: Same. Yeah. Um. In the game, you're a guerrilla soldier, so it's like a it's like an uprising against the dictator. It seems to be what it is completely, which I think. Four,
3: like,
1: like that. Like, yeah, you know, four was that too. Five was well,
3: five, was a cult leader. leader.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I've had the first one on Steam for like 10 years and I've never touched it.
1: The first one is so different than two, three, four, and five. And so now, it heard. What,
0: but what is a dictator if not a cult leader of just an extremely big cult? Um, You're
3: not wrong. Except, no. no I
2: mean, they're, 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 they're involved in government. in government. Yeah. Okay.
0: What is government if not a really good- a giant? <laughs> no, I, I won't uh, go there. Uh, okay, uh, I won't go there. Let's. Okay. No, but it's true. <laughs> I agree <laughs> yeah, with you. Of course, we're, we're it's true. About video I said. Game I said. Is... Let's not go there. Not. It's not true. <laughs> oh man.
1: So yeah, uh, February eighteenth, Far Cry Six. Um. <laughs> be a guerrilla warfare fighter nice (laughs)
2: all right
1: um let's see sony acquires
0: stake in epic games this is interesting
1: so yeah 250 million dollar stake in epic games
0: and not really surprising though
1: i don't think um so yeah after after the demo um after it probably ran well um Epic CEO Tim Sweeney said, I guess they liked it after the the mistake purchase through.
0: Yeah, I I feel like there was definitely that was definitely in the works long prior, but
1: so I mean um this can kind of also run along with this kind of investment into Epic. Could be why Unreal Five was showcased on the PlayStation 5 initially. I think Um, so. And it also might be why it was tuned, apparently, to run so well with their proprietary hard drive, which uh, we still don't know anything fucking about, besides it's under a terabyte. Mostly (laughs) just its existence. 874 gigs, some weird fucking number.
0: (laughs) I'm telling you, it's just true free space. I'm guessing they're listing
1: true free space. Yeah, I think it's, like, pre-caching. I think that's the big deal here. A lot of pre-caching. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um there's no real word on if this will affect the publishing of Epic Games going forward. Um I highly doubt it will. Maybe some like more exclusive Sony in game stuff for Sony, like I don't know, Fortnite skins or whatever. Um right. some limited console exclusivity on launches, that's generally a thing. But yes, yeah, it's, it's just two hundred and fifty million dollars is, is quite a bit especially for a a stakeholder in a company Mm -hmm. like Epic.
3: Right. Epic has grown a lot, like, even in the last few years. It seems like they're trying to overtake Steam, almost with all the sales they've been having.
0: They're definitely
2: trying to compete. They're trying. They're
3: They're having another sale right now, up to 75% off the summer sale.
2: Let (laughs) me open up. (laughs)
3: I don't know, it's
0: good to keep steam on the heels, even if they like don't stand a chance. Economically speaking, it's good for them to have competition to nip at their heels, even if it's not serious competition.
3: Absolutely. It keeps the prices low for us consumers. Mm
2: -hmm. Amen.
1: At the least it'll lead to more sales on Steam. So I can buy another hundred and thirty dollars of games I'll never play like I did in the summer sale.
2: Hmm. Yep. I wouldn't say
1: say low. I don't (laughs)
0: like saying low uh like keep prices low keep prices competitive is what i like to say because low has too many implications i I really well yeah because i think the the universal price is going to go up next generation um so
3: running that unreal engine (laughs) (laughs) that i'm excited for that
0: that's my conjecture though (laughs)
3: But, um, anything
0: else on Sony taking uh stakes in epic? No, it's just a, kind
1: of a development to watch out mm-hmm. for. They'll probably have minor minor effects further down the road, but nothing mm-hmm. nothing too bigger or console generation defining I don't think mm-hmm.
0: so u s army and
1: twitch.
0: <laughs> lots to say here i think there's a lot going on there's a lot going on here that's
1: weird so uh they were streaming something it looks like Warzone. i don't know it could just be a snippet from it but u.s army was streaming they it's one of the ways the different branches of the armed forces have started to try to recruit um so, I mean, I'm okay with them getting bombarded with stupid questions, but uh, they're well, being Well, you asked think that'd be part about. of the point?
0: Yes. Because recruiters well, get dumb questions, too, when they're out, like, on the streets and in high schools, people come up and bombard them with fucking stupid questions. Why all would right. this be any different? But you... a,
1: a different kind of question that is forever stored <laughs> on the, the annals of the internet. Um, and what question is asked, that, sir? Uh, Uh, various war crimes the U.S. might or might not have committed in the past (laughs) so
3: you guys uh, remember when Pokemon Go came out like the army started putting out flyers like you want to catch Pokemon abroad I remember that join the army which is because I work on a military base and Pokemon aren't even allowed to spawn there yeah (laughs) that's lame
1: So, yeah, uh, there are people asking them questions, the moderator for their channel, we're deleting the questions, banning <laughs> users.
0: Banning the uh, users. That seems excessive. Yeah.
1: Um, A quote from someone affiliated with the, and this is something we pay for with our money, the um, army esports team. Um, wow here's a quote from a representative the user's question was an attempt to shift the conversation to imply that soldier commit that soldiers commit war crimes based on an optional weapon in a game and we felt that violated twitch's harassment policy the u.s army offers youth more than 150 different careers <laughs> so it just went into another recruitment thing wow is um, and- hard at work uh, and ultimately, the goal of Army Esports Team is to accurately portray the range of opportunities to interested you. I don't know what career path Army Esports Team is, but it's apparently one now.
3: Man, um, if I ever joined the Army, so <laughs> I'd course, be the one I'd up for.
1: Last week, we talked about the random ass Twitch bannings. Yeah, yes. two weeks ago. Hmm. Um that's what I learned President Trump had an official Twitch. And this is what I learned the US Army had an official Twitch. So I've been learning quite a bit about where well, our tax money goes. And um
0: <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't Twitch uh talking about banning uh the US Army's esports team from Twitch? I thought I heard something like that.
1: No, um something else came up. Uh they weren't talking about banning them. Um it was actually something coming from... Oh, where's her name? Oop, I got rid of it. Uh, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, uh. She, say- <laughs> <laughs> she was saying that by the Army Esports team blocking people and getting them in-game, it was a violation of their First Amendment. So... What? get yeah, the fuck out of here Jesus. I don't know. that's a private wow.
0: channel on a private website you're going it's a little like deep in the woods at that point an
3: elected official said that <laughs>
0: that's, that's really yeah. deep in the weeds man a, a yeah, private channel on a private site like that's like kicking someone yeah. out of your house because you don't like what they say like okay like that might be shitty depending on the situation but like you, you could kick someone out of your house for whatever fucking reason you want private property yeah
1: So yeah, it's been a nice shitstorm for a while, uh, for the last week with all this going on. So I learned that my tax money funds an army esports team, they don't like being asked about potential war crimes based off video game weapons that a soldier might choose. And then for just sheer, straight up, pointless harassment, it's a violation of someone's First Amendment if they're blocked. It's, uh, we live in a mess, don't worry. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> everything's <I'm worried>. fine. <laughs> and the house is on fire. Yeah, everything's on fire.
0: Uh-huh. Uh. <laughs> <clears throat> Speaking of uh, this kind of, I, I, I rearranged our itinerary a little bit because this actually fits oh. in here better. Um, so going from the U.S. Army and Twitch to the disrespectful updates. I don't know if you got to look at I I put that on there just for you, Sasquatch, when I saw that.
2: Oh I yeah, had, I read about
0: I that yeah. <laughs> the um, uh, doctor disrespect is con- considering legal action against Twitch for his ban. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he also did an interview with PC Gamer as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and to that point of that interview, um, anyone with Twitch had not has not even contacted him with anything with any sort of <laughs> guideline he might have violated.
3: That's silly. <laughs>
1: So, I did an interview. He did have his, uh, like he's essentially at this point a brand like a PewDiePie or a Ninja or, yeah, or Shroud yeah, or whatever. True. So, he did have his like legal console there. And well, his image is intellectual of... property at this point, especially because yeah. he
0: plays an act, you know what I mean? He wears a wig, he wears a fake mustache.
1: You know, I think he's honestly just a piece of shit, and his act is also a piece of
0: shit. Yeah, I'm not. That, just because you're playing a piece of shit doesn't mean that you're a good person. It just means you're playing a piece of shit. You can still be a piece of shit playing a different flavored piece of shit.
1: So, all oh, shit. But uh, I, that's a lot of shit. shit. Even with my, even More with my personal feelings on how much of a piece of shit he is, like I still think he got did dirty here. Um, he had his, I mean it is a contract, it can just be cancelled uh, at the at Twitch's will, um, unless he had some sort of language in there saying no you can't do that. Seems like maybe there was, maybe there wasn't. Um, legal action is being heavily considered according to the interview article uh he also said that he would not be going back to twitch under any circumstance they were looking at other sources as well as potentially streaming on his own website i guess he has his own website
3: I think he has a big enough cool. following that he could do that
1: yeah so well, i guess we'll it's a, it's a nice little mess um, I see we lacked anything China this week, so I was guess... Was anything going okay.
3: on with China this week? I, I don't know. Probably, probably, but they don't tell I... us.
2: Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure there was. was.
1: but There was something else I could mention at the end, just for a fuck, China. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll save that for the indisposed for. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: Just to keep the theme going, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm okay.
3: So is our next topic not a giant mess?
0: Um, well... Yeah, um... Our, our next one is uh the Valhalla gameplay. If there's a mess, I don't know about it.
1: Uh... I don't... either? Um... I think... Are you referring to the news that came out that said uh, Ubisoft CEOs blocked just an entire female lead and forced it to be split?
3: Oh, so there it is a mess.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was for, um... Odyssey. Apparently they blocked a Cassandra-only game and forced them to let you choose. Uh, hmm. Apparently that's a breach of some diversity thing by adding more diversity. But
3: whatever. Because
1: <laughs> that makes uh, sense. But uh, much like Odyssey, Valhalla, you just play as Aelor? Eelor? Come on, Thor, you know how to pronounce things in like ish um, I think it would Viking-y. probably be Aelor. E
0: I L O R spell that again? I have to E-I-L-O-R. A-L-O-R.
2: A-L-O-R. A-L-O-R. A-L-O-R.
3: Like that, Igor, but with an not, L.
2: It's not <laughs> E-I-V-O-R?
1: No. E I L O R. Elor. Oh, because anyways, that was the actual first uh gameplay of it. I Um You're saying I'm
2: on the on the YouTube channel, right now watching it. Now. Oh Ellier. Unless unless IGN fucked up the name. Elliot. I
0: don't know. Oh wait, no, that's that's no, that's that's
1: yeah, apparently you raid British settlements, so that's cool. Uh oh, nice. it was basic combat stuff. Um a few other things were released. Like I said if I was gonna play I want to play with two shields, that was confirmed I'd be able to play with two shields. So Sweet. that's cool. I got my wish for the game. The Rising of the Shield Hero. Um, no, shields Hero, thank you. I'd have two. Oh, um, Shields
3: Hero, sorry.
1: But uh, it looks like more Assassin's Creed, um, some more boat combat was shown off, uh, it showed a little bit of the raiding. Um, your village takes supplies back to your home, building up your own settlement, so now it's an RTS. Uh, there's probably also going to be a thing that Origins and Odyssey were heavily played with. It was just like a bunch of random bullshit, boring-ass open-world stuff mm. that's pointless offers, no actual rewards or anything. Um, hopefully that is toned down, because it was it's serious game bloat otherwise.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I keep thinking of that meme I saw earlier. What if we made an Assassin's Creed game? with no assassins in it
1: you apparently meet up with the assassins they're not called the assassins in this but
0: yeah i'm interested we'll we'll see i mean i'm interested because of the um the nordic themes i've never been a huge assassin's creed fan so it'll probably be one of those that i watch dirt play but
3: right i uh i always really wanted to get into assassin's creed because of the history Mm -hmm. part of it and um, a lot of the themes seem kind of neat but i just can't get into it and i don't know why
0: i just i'm not (laughs) a fan of the gameplay i know i will probably watch dirt play that's what i do with a lot of the other ones is i just watch her play and then a lot of games she she doesn't like turn-based rpgs so she's played a lot of the classic final fantasies by just watching me play and so we'll that's that's the way we play a lot of games. If we don't like the gameplay we want the store, then the other one we'll just we'll just do personal let's plays, I guess. I
3: don't horrible. <laughs> cool I played
2: uh I played that's three. Cool. That was the first one I officially played all the way through and I loved it. Uh and then I played Black Flag, which was number four. But and what was the next one? It Was like Unity or something? Where it was the French Revolution. I tried to get into that one. But I don't I know if got bored. It was, it right. was so much, there was so much to do that yep. I was like, fuck this shit. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I played one, three. One, two, uh, Revelations, which was like the sequel to two, which is like 2.5, and three were the only ones yeah. that had like huge actual history implications of it outside mm-hmm. of just names. And right. so I really dug them and then four came out and then it just kind of dragged off. It's like, here's someone who was famous and they might have died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All yeah, right, because yeah. three was the American part, Revolution. Because they, they had it done well. Like, they had you assassinating people down to the location where they actually died. So,
0: and, and <laughs> but, they uh, don't do that in the newer ones. Um, I
3: don't. Well, the newer ones are so, like in well, times that weren't recorded.
1: That's true. true. So, there's I mean, a lot have, more that play
3: with.
1: They have famous people in, of history in them. Like, in Odyssey, you have. Many different uh, poets, philosophers appear. Mm -hmm. That's about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't play Origins. I couldn't tell you. Um, It's ancient Egypt, so history's wishy-washy there. Anyways, you have names, general dates, locations, but anything outside of that is conjecture. um, Yeah, Yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do with Valhalla. Uh,
3: You probably have like Loki and Odin and stuff like that in it. I don't know if
0: they'd be as bold as to like actually add deities into the game.
1: Um, don't be mentioned, though, sure. in I mean they I mean they showed they Odin as an old has, like special fights and that yeah.
0: it? I mean they showed kind of showed Odin in the trailer. Um
1: but uh, the typical mm. depiction of him, yeah.
0: Yeah, but it was t- it was a flash a... of his or? typical um his typical old man depiction and that could easily just be a sensational like this is what he saw on the battlefield type thing i highly doubt it was actually odin appearing in his old man form i more guess that he saw that on as an inspirational hallucination more or less on the battlefield but we'll we'll see i guess
3: will we who's getting it
0: um well we will be i'm sure so
3: (laughs) (laughs) i still have a bunch of assassin's creed games that i need to play through i i
2: got them and you know how it goes. Mm, yeah, oh yeah. That reminds me, I need to check Xbox Game Pass to see what's in mm. there.
3: Ooh, I should check mine too.
1: Fantasy Star online too. I recommend it. It's a good uh. <laughs> yeah,
3: if,
2: it, if it's on there, then I'll I'll, I'll play it. It's I a free just, to play game. Right right, oh, right okay. now. Right now I'm between Witcher and uh getting camos on COD.
3: Yeah, Witcher is such a good game.
2: I know. It's I'm hooked. Did I've you, played
3: through it more than once. Did it's you so say
2: good. COD in voice chat? I'm sorry, is that a sin? No. Call of doo I'm just no, like, you're not saving
0: a whole pod, lot of too. time.
2: <laughs> did I really
0: drag it out like that? No, I'm just, I have a thing about when people use Aqua, people are like, BRB in person. It's like, dude, just take the extra second. You're not saving text time. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Um, I get what you're saying. <laughs> so, the Fallout TV
3: series, that'll be good, hopefully. <laughs>
1: uh, I wonder how many bugs or glitches will be considered features. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. There's <laughs> got to right. at least That's be some Easter eggs, right? So, uh, Is it
0: live think... action? Is it live action or animated? Uh, I think it's live action.
2: Uh, the it creators was of it there and... like that, uh, for the Witcher series. Uh, some kid, there was a oh, I know a screenshot talking. or something. But it was it was with the horse.
3: Yeah, and I the, wonder if
2: Carol, somebody uh, yeah
3: gallop upside down or whatever.
2: Yeah, it was, and then somebody said, "Oh, look, the TV series is including the same glitches as the game or something." Like that. <laughs> it, it was it was hilarious.
1: um based on the video okay like there's so much video game to base this on i Mm. i i would see just uh probably set in the universe of which Mm. would make sense um otherwise the only story i would want to see would be uh a new vegas Mm. that was the only one that didn't suck balls um, A nine-figure overall deal, though, with Amazon for it, so...
3: Did you I'd say that New Elder Vegas is the only one that sucked balls?
1: No, I said New Vegas is the only one that had a story that didn't suck balls.
3: Oh, okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> I don't
1: know, I'd rather
0: a Tamriel
1: set movie if it was me, but
0: whatever. I'm still um, waiting for more information on Elder Scrolls 6 over here. All
1: right. Mm, uh, keep waiting, buddy. Because yeah, Forever 6 is their weird space Fallout Skyrim.
0: I know, which, like, at first I was so excited for, but now it's just become this, like, weird, dark place in my mind that when I think of it, I'm like, fucking goddamn Starfield. Just gotta wait for Starfield first.
1: It doesn't have any updates. So, looking through the article for the Fallout TV show, um, right here, I, I'm reading a line that says exactly why they're not doing a Tamriel. Oh. Oh, Scrolls 1. Um, A Wheel of Time drama is also in the works, so that's the same same genre space, so. Have you never read the Wheel of Time series? well, mm Oh, well. I don't, that seemed can. like a
0: weak sauce excuse to me, but it, you seem to be thinking it makes sense, and so so you know more about it, so I'll take your word on it, but... That there's seems a like a weak sauce excuse.
1: theory. I mean, you don't want your own shows competing with themselves. Oh, put, oh, they're both put.
0: Oh, they Amazon's putting that one out too. Yes. Okay. Okay. I was thinking they was just being done. I was like, what well, be competition with? It. Plus, That's not on necessarily bad. That,
1: they also have Lord of the Rings. So there's another fantasy. Oh
0: yeah. Because wasn't there talk of them doing about um um the similarian or similarian? Similarian, is that how do you fucking say that? God damn it!
1: The similarian.
0: I don't think that's right. Okay. <laughs> the sil um, the silmarillion. That's it. the The silmarillion.
1: Simulacrum. Anyways,
3: similac.
1: Uh, yeah, so it's just that in the crowded space that they have going with their own productions, and as already, yeah. so makes sense. Plus, I mean, they already kind of did, you know, the weird Western with Westworld, and now it's just mm-hmm. Apocalypse Westworld. <laughs> uh, really, there's no other details than, hey, we're making a Fallout series mm-hmm. for nine figures. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, that's Amazon. It looks like the on the Netflix side, they're going to be turning Dragon's Dogma into an anime series,
1: which seems interesting. Um, Yeah, so all we've gotten from that was a few key images. Yeah, even this article is like uh, a full two paragraphs. It's There's not a lot. There's no information on it. Yeah, but um, September 17th, that's the soon. Pretty soon. So it's actually been in the works for a while. So this was just kind of a hey, Thunder this Raps. is coming out in a couple months. Yeah. Um but it's a weird choice to me. Um I love the games. They were like Dark Souls, light, but definitely more high fantasy and open world. Mm-hmm. Uh it's still kind of like a mind-boggling choice, but the games are great. Um, <laughs> I love how they animated um, the art style and animation and uh, the studios they used for <coughs> Castlevania. So if it's even anything like that, I'll probably just watch it just because I like the art style animation so much.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And on top of it, I liked the game. Um, the story was weak. interesting enough. Uh, that's more of a thing outside of just anime. That's like playing Fantasy Star Online too. Oh, Which my
3: God. Did. And Orc <laughs> Massage Simulator.
2: Uh, that well, at least we're mild, not talking yeah. about Orc Dix anymore. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'll talk about Orc Massage.
2: So, yeah, uh,
1: I've... They partnered with Capcom to make Dragon's Dogma. Uh, I'll watch it. Hmm? Um, see if it's any good. September <clears throat> most, most 17th. Of... Yeah. So. Although, I um, imagine...
0: <clears throat> it's gonna be like Castlevania where their first season is basically gonna be a fucking pilot season with like three episodes. That seems to be what uh, they do with a lot of their <clears throat> animes, especially adaptations.
1: Sure. Uh, I don't think so. They're getting all of their original video game stuff based video game based stuff has done well so far. I mean, The Witcher's already renewed again. Um Castlevania's renewed for another, I think, three seasons. Oh, nice. So, even though this last season was a little slower because it was all about character development, which I thought was fine. Um, plus, the the opening scene with Alucard talking to the dolls as if they were his friends was <laughs> perfect. Yeah, yeah had, but thing was... to that season though, oh god, I god. oh god, I I unfortunately had um, twincest orgy on my bingo card, and I was right. And then I was also right that he would kill them. So
3: uh, <laughs> am I missing something?
2: Did you oh, not you watch seen, the new season of Castlevania? Castlevania?
3: No.
0: Should should I I girl? Recommend yes, it? Yeah. You
2: should. It's
0: fantastic. <laughs> have have you watched the other? Have you ha, have you been watching Castlevania on Netflix?
3: No, I've never watched it. You need Ooh, to start. You, check that
0: out. you, you need yeah. to start right now. I will. Let's see. Oh, um, pokemon updates as well there's a few there's um so the first one it's a small update uh to uh pokemon trading card game online um i need to get back into this i used to i there's so many games online games especially that i go in and out of playing this is another one that i go in and out of uh but they're doing some interesting updates previous to now the pokemon trading card game online has been just like any other trading card online uh, variant where you play the game just like you would you go into tournaments, go or go into just normal random matched matches and play the game. But now they're going to be introducing raids, um, which hmm. is a pretty unique concept as far as I know to online card games. It looks like what they're going to be doing is they're going to have some of the new uh, Dynamax or uh, uh, Gig uh, gi- or gigam- Gigantamax or whatever. Gi- I, I gigantamax. gigantamax whatever anyways yeah the gigantamax and the dynamax uh bosses will appear and they're basically cards that are uh like v they're v max cards and they have absurd amounts of hp their attacks aren't really that much different than your average v max card would be but they've got like that like over twelve thousand hp so um you go in i believe with three people i might be wrong on the details but you you go in with a group of people and basically fight the computer and uh, and, uh, an npc that's uh, these raid bosses essentially so it's, it's just like a raid in any game except with the cards and these special cards um there's some unique prizes that I don't think there's any implication of trying of actually getting these cards. You're obviously not going to get these super overpowered cards. It take several players of playing to get them, but uh, it's it's a neat concept. I thought adding a raid battle system to a trading online trading card game was kind of unique.
3: Maybe they'll do it like Pokemon Go. Whenever you defeat the raid boss, his levels go down, so you get, you get like a tent- weaker version still- of the
0: card. Yeah. Right, but
3: you still get the card.
0: Knowing I them, know. um, I I don't think that they would do that just because like that way they would lose its value really quickly because it's like once you got one or two of them in, in Pokemon trading card game you can only have four of the same card in any deck so that would automatically cap it at, like after you beat this raid four times it's useless. Um, I imagine what they'll do is they'll probably give away special booster packs and those booster packs will have a chance of getting one of those dumbed down um boss battle cards in it uh, right. as, as a hollow or something
3: i was thinking maybe there's like some really low drop percentage or something yeah, i don't know it, it'll it's probably
0: be something kind of that. like that I'll um I'll, I'll check back in i'll try it out a little bit and I'll check back in okay um and then on the pokemon go side there's uh quite a few different updates um uh, but now there's a neat one Um, So for trainers that are level 40 you can now invite friends to raids. So if you're in a raid um, You can invite friends and those friends can be anywhere in the world so uh, That gives people some more raid functionality They already have the kind of remote raids where if you see it on your screen then you can raid But now you can do it basically anywhere in the world Um, I know I'm gonna get a lot of use out of that because I'm nowhere, you know. I'm I'm 40 miles from the nearest raid, so I can't even with the the remote raiding, I still can't do it. But now people like me who are live way out of the city can still participate in raids if they have friends that are that are doing them. So that's really a, an exciting feature, I think.
3: Right, you and I can raid together. Yeah,
0: straight up. Although I'm not level 40 yet. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a big part of the problem is you have to be max level, but. Man, it I,
3: takes forever to level up after 30.
0: I know it's fucking horrible.
3: Yeah, that is exciting. <sighs>
0: Let's see. Um, the next thing I think is uh some PS5 updates.
2: PS5.
1: Where do I have to scroll for that? Oh,
2: mm, you oh, posted it. it buddy.
1: Disrespect.
3: That's why I posted it.
1: I found it. Um,
0: still no fucking so, price though. For anyone wondering, though, no, there's no price. I don't mean, ask us. We didn't get a
1: Series X price either. No, they're not um, going to. They're playing chicken with each other. We know. <clears throat> we all know it. Well, I mean, after what happened with the one and PS4, yeah. makes sense. Yeah, Microsoft came out with their price. Sony's like, YOLO, we guessed right. <laughs> and then I don't know. The only thing I like. The only thing I liked that year was that this is how you share a game on the PS4. That's, mm. I still just remember that. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> just filming a commercial for their <laughs> presentation five minutes before it. I'm sorry. I like petty bullshit <laughs> like that. Um, so PS5 pre-orders are open um, with no release dates. Um, the closest thing we have to maybe learning a release date or a price will be, I think it's next week. There's a, a state of play, right, Jeff?
2: It's it's August that, 6th. The rumor said for August 6th, yes. August, yeah, August
1: 6th. So yeah, um, state of play, it might just be more games. It might just be like this game showcase thing that we had with Microsoft. And I don't know how we have open pre-orders without a price.
0: I think State of Play will get a price, because State of Play is, traditionally, it's more than just showing games, it's just kind of everything PlayStation, and at this point, August 6th, they said the release date, which they haven't given us either, is going to be the holiday season, well, let's look at my, let's look at our fucking calendars here, y'all, like, August, September, October, where now we're in, like, they gotta give people at least three months, I would think, so, you know it's gotta be on the way. Um, and since there's a state of play in August, I think that's a good, a good date to look at. If they don't do it, then, um, then it's, it's going to start causing problems for them. I think PR
1: wise, that's my opinion. So yeah, really there is no, any other updates aside from their doubling production from five to nine to 10 million units, which still needs to be pumped up a bit. I would think so. Uh, Especially with people having nowhere to go or things to do. Well, that and they put the
0: limit on one pre-order per household, I think I heard somewhere. But that's not that's surprising. Easy. That's Great, though. Ugh, yeah. that's harsh. And a lot of that's based on honor system anyways. You, you know. yeah. Not that I would buy more than one. But... Yeah, who the fuck's so, yeah. doing that anyways? I
1: don't know. Honestly, uh, $500 is what I'll place it at. Probably the price for the optical drive one, I don't know.
0: I still say 450, 400 $500. For I still
1: um, think four fifty. So and your Xbox Series X will probably be around there as well. So yeah.
0: Well I can almost guarantee they're just waiting for one of them to say the price, and then the other one's gonna be like, us two, same price, how'd you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll just have some joint statement they release on Facebook at some point. <laughs> And you can plug them into each other for a <laughs> super console.
3: I'd be all
0: right with that. Uh, I, think it, I think, like think I'd be okay all right with
1: that. And now you have to pay for both online services to access the online functions. Mm. All right, so. Yeah, Tell me. Oh,
0: I think the next thing was your wireless earbud review, there, Sasquatch.
1: <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I got some Apple AirPod Pros. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know you love Apple so much, Thor. Uh, I don't know. I think they're fantastic. Uh, I literally do not notice them while wearing them, and after the gym, I have repeatedly almost hopped into the shower while wearing them. So I have to consciously remember they are in my ears. They have great transparency pass through that's good ergonomics Uh then yeah fuck yeah they're really comfortable
3: (laughs) i need Uh, new bluetooth headphones because my skull candy ones broke
1: well you have an android you out of luck i think you can still
3: use them with android
1: do they have
0: to be buds or can they be over the head headphones
3: Uh, i'd rather them be buds but Mm -hmm. i mean i'll take whatever why do you have a recommendation
0: well yeah, the 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 headset that Sasquatch and I got is wireless. <laughs> and these I'm saying these things are fucking awesome. I love these headset. The headset.
3: I have a pretty nice wireless headset, but I I need like something I can take to work. Mm. Yeah, for unfortunately, sure. or I'd wear my headset all the time. The one I have is pretty good too.
2: Hey, uh, my wife got me the uh, Bose uh, SoundFree for 130 bucks back in May. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, what are with the headset? No, they're both they're buds.
3: Are they good? I'm they're assuming buds, for 130
2: dollars.
1: They Dude, they're the Apple were 250. They're ridiculous, but they were like literally out of everything else. And... Yeah, they're
3: expensive. Even my Skull Candy ones were 80 dollars, yeah. but they broke. So obviously, I need to get over 100.
1: I mean, for the sound quality, sure, whatever. They're, it's it's really, really, really good. It's better than these headsets we have. I mean. These, uh, what are they? Corsair whatevers? Void Pros. Void Pros. Void Pros, yeah. Um, their sound quality's good. It's definitely a $100 headset, though. So... Yeah, my boyfriend
3: has the Void Pros. I've worn his before. They fit a lot differently than my Logitech ones.
1: The bigger and bulkier they are, the cheaper they are, just because you don't have to have such compressed electronics in it. Which, you're for higher sound quality, um cost goes way up especially for Bluetooth earbuds so right the prices there anyone
3: sounded good they were just flimsy
1: <laughs> there's another thing
2: construction yeah
1: but yeah if yeah those
2: Bose ever- ones that I have are a sport so water
1: resistance
2: yep I mean for hundred and thirty bucks that's that's a pretty good deal Normally they're like 200 or something, something outrageous, like the, uh, like Dustin said about the AirPods.
0: Also, if you really just have your heart set on AirPods and have an Android, I can guarantee you can find some sort of adapter that'll make them work.
3: I, really I think they can work, yeah, I think and you they can use them anyways.
0: Oh. Yeah, if it's Bluetooth, yeah. then it'll work, so.
3: And I'm totally not set on AirPods. I just want something that sounds nice that will work on my phone that does not have a headphone jack.
0: Unless they like, wrote into the firmware, like, if it detects non-Apple, then don't work, which I would not
1: put I, past them. So I
3: was about to say that. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Not really, not for that price tag. You just want them to sell. Mm, <laughs> that's fair.
0: That's a good point. That's, well, I know that's a point I've always made against Apple though. Like you're so restricted. Okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go there. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, so uh, Metacritic to add 30 hour or 36 hour embargo for user reviews. So you have to wait 36 hours before you can review a game. I can't say I'm in total disagreement of this. It's, it's, I, um, can. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I, what? Let
1: me hear your argument uh test drive unlimited world 2 was the biggest pile of fucking shit ever released and for the first week the online functions did not work for the first day you couldn't even download or install updates that it was that it required and uh it deserved that negative review i gave it immediately seven hours after i had been trying to play that game straight and getting nowhere (laughs) well i i get that but
0: like and it 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 obviously, though, the issues were so impactful and so bad that even after 36 hours, they were still impacting you. So but I mean, if imagine for a second, you know, you had all these complaints that had at launch and then somehow a lot of it got fixed the next day, then you might go back and adjust that. You know, it gives people time for that emotion to die off. And if it's really that big, like obviously this seems like a huge deal to you and that's fine, but if something's that huge of a deal, then you're going to go back in 36 hours and still make the review. And then as, a, as someone who reads reviews, that would mean even more to me. If someone's like, okay, I waited 36 hours, I cooled off and still fuck this game. Then that says fuck you even louder, in my opinion
1: so as you go through these websites um sure you can get bombarded with like uh immediate negative reviews and whatnot um you can sort by just more and more recent reviews and get an updated score overall by more and more recent reviews so you can phase out all those initial early early adapter issues that people are having
0: The argument I'm making though is that like people change their minds. I've I've played games. Final Fantasy XII. I fucking would have given it a zero out of ten when I first picked it up. Now I'd probably give Not it eight fair. or nine out of ten. I love it. People change their minds, and that's fine. It, I'm sh- the thing is if you give a game a negative score, if you give any product a negative review, you are less likely to come back and adjust that review to the positive. Then if you gave it a positive review or no review at all and came back later to adjust it to the negative, you're always less likely to adjust a negative to a positive. So if you change your mind later, then you're a lot less likely to go back and change your bad review to a good one than you are to go back and still give it a bad review. If you still disliked it later.
1: But still, why lock that? Why if they had a negative experience initially, Mm. Why, what, would they even go, why would they even go back to continuing to play that if they stopped playing it and okay. the negative review is their experience? So This just stops
0: that and... Uh, and, and I hear that argument, so instead of forcing ourselves... Oh, I don't even know who
1: uses Metacritic scores for fucking what? literally anything. It's a trash uh,
0: system. Here, here's the thing, because I hear your <laughs> argument. So instead of forcing ourselves into a false dichotomy here and thinking we only have two options, what if we add... Because here's an idea what if then there is they just did something as simple as if someone did leave a review within the first 36 hours because you have to have an account on there in order to leave something which means you have to have an email tied to it so if it detects that you make a review within the first 36 hours then after 36 hours it sends you an email that says hey we noticed that you reviewed this game at launch now that it's had some time to cook how do you feel about it would you like to go back click here to go back and update your review or take another look at it and then if it's still trash just fucking
1: yelp review for that website
0: why that's lame yeah just just because they sent you an email to
1: like notify you plus any emails like that you can opt in and out of it's not letting them state their opinion initially Um, when you go looking through reviews, do you like, how do you, I'm I'm saying let them make their
0: initial review, but if they, after their initial review, then give them an update email that to ask them if they want to go relook at it.
1: Oh, I thought you said, let them put in the review and then an email comes to them later saying, Oh, now you can post it. No,
0: no, no. I mean, post your review, it goes live. The second you hit submit, they can see it. But then after 36 hours, if you did do that, they just send you an email that says, hey, your review has been live for three days now and the game's been out for three days. Maybe you want to go look at that review you posted right when it came out and see if you want to update it. Just a friendly like, hey, go check out your review and reread it and make sure it's what you really want now that the game's been out a few days.
1: I mean, sure, why not? But that's not the issue that's at hand here. I mean, no. that would be a great system, but tell Metacritic that they they like to do other things. They like to do their own thing. Yeah, I know. At the <laughs> honestly, end of the, at honestly, the end of the day, my I'm entire just issue is with games. in quote journalism. End quote as a whole, and this just kind of oops, this just kind of makes it worse. Um, yeah. You're more likely to go off of reviews of fellow peers rather than journalists anyways well, right that's what i
0: was gonna say is i'm just playing the devil's advocate because i don't fucking listen to any of this shit anyways i've never even been on metacritic's website I don't, i'm just playing devil's advocate because i like to argue uh,
2: i mean
1: i would look at the user score and the meta score for like ghost of tsushima user score 9.3 meta score eight eighty three. so I don't, when um, i look at reviews more apt, i believe other i'm more apt to follow the trend of other customers rather than people who are paid to do this and Mm -hmm. are paid for clicks and blah blah blah
0: yeah well that's when i look when i look at reviews i look to youtube videos and like shit like what we're doing you know what i mean so that's not to try and toot our own horn it's just it seems like a more authentic especially if you can see a video or hear podcasts of someone verbally talking about it then you kind of You know, see their emotion behind it and you get more, you get a better description of what was going on uh, as opposed to just reading it, especially because when you watch review videos, usually you get some of the gameplay with the video. So it's right. Yeah. What they really ought to do, all of those sites, even IMDB, really needs to rethink their entire structure because they have not been evolving with technology there's that i know of there's no way on most of those websites that you can even leave a video review which is fucking insane to me like look at the age we live in
1: yeah um, probably just a bandwidth issue on their end um, uh, that is they would have to host
0: i don't know every month that that excuse gets weaker and weaker
1: man not really because that's still something they have to pay for um, yeah but the cost
0: it, of it is it, the, excused. the cost of it though we're talking very like
1: it's the cost isn't the same as it used to be to host plus it. they might not necessarily have the structure set up to do something like that without a huge there you go make your own review website where people cool. can post their videos yeah
0: i mean and that's i'm just saying like i understand it be an endeavor but like YouTube is now one of their competitors and they need to view YouTube as a competitor. Eh,
1: maybe here you can come read five minutes and 30 different reviews and look at numbers and YouTube. Mm-hmm. You're going to follow one review. You're not going to watch many reviews. Maybe you'll follow two or three mm-hmm. depending on kind of who you enjoy.
0: Maybe you're right. Maybe I just need to make a video based review website and become a millionaire. You can call it Tubeview. <laughs> Speaking of reviews, though, uh, you have a Death Stranding
1: review? Uh, kind of in-progress one. Yeah, well, let's hear uh, it. Well, it just launched on PC. Um, I'm not going to lie, the first four or five hours are a little bit tedious. Um, it is very much so a Kojima game. Um, so those first four or five hours were straight-up tutorial. Um, After that, as you start progressing through the game, you have all the tools unlocked that you need to play the game more of how you want, so you can play it more stealthy, you can play it more combat-focused, so you're not only just running away from the BTS, which are the horror elements of the game. Mm -hmm. And speaking of the horror elements, fucking nailed it out of the park with how suspenseful it is playing through those sections of the game. Um... You catch a couple glimpses of them every now and then, thanks to the the gear you are provided. Um, it's that the baby that you see in all the trailers and stuff. That's called a, baby, oh, a bridge. Oh, okay.
2: Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, they're connected to essentially the underworld, so they can show it through technology to you. But you only catch like quick, instant glimpses of where they are. Other than that, they're you're surrounded by like fifty of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you have like a little pointer on your gear that points towards the closest one, and that's the only way you have any indication of where they are. Uh, if one gets too close to you, you'll have to have your character hold your their breath, which means you have to have maintained your stamina through wherever you're moving through and whatnot. That's um, it does give you, if you do get caught, it does give you a little way to escape from it. Um, your character can't die in the game. That's also explained. Uh, it is definitely one of the more unique post-apocalypse games I've ever played.
0: Is it um, as FedEx simulator as
1: it seems? Uh, it can or can't be. Um, all, that, all those jokes come from, because as you're traversing from place to place, you can pick up lost packages, and that'll make your load heavier and more complicated, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Uh, okay. You don't have to do that. Most of it's just... Traveling from place to place to connect them to one another. Okay. So and they just have the package delivery thing as you know what your character did before mm. and can do also. Gotcha. Um, but there is there is combat with other humans, the combat with BTS boss encounters and whatnot. Okay. Um,
0: is there like a level it, up system, or is it more
1: sandboxy? It's more sandboxy. Your character can have has a few ratings that can level up which can give you more access to different um fabrications, so new equipment here okay. or there. Almost um, like a about...
0: little, almost like a crafting system, faux crafting system type thing.
1: Yeah, in some sense, yeah. Oh.
0: Okay. So um you are you, do you want to give it a score or
1: would you rather wait until you you're done? Um I can give it like a preliminary score. Like a temporary score? score? Yeah. Uh, I would say, given with how tedious the opening was, um, but also just the fantastic, just like cinematography. Uh, uh, that what I'm saying that wrong. Cinematography. Cinematography. Yeah, cinematography. That word, the big one, <laughs> the letters, and stuff, um, the syllables. Uh, Kojima did a fantastic fantastic job. He casted everyone perfect. Re, uh, Norman Reedus does a great job. Um, uh, Guillermo del Toro's in it. He does a great job. The other actors they've chosen does a great job. Um, Guillermo del, Tor- del Toro's in it? He is
2: in it. Nice. He is,
1: a, cool. he is a NPC character you talk to with a lot. Is Machete um, in it, though? Is who? Is Machete in it? Uh, there might be. The uh, Easter egg somewhere? I don't know, <laughs> but uh, it's they did fantastic work. Everything. Um, it's getting to the the Unreal Valley level of detail that he has been mm. able to put into the details of people's faces and how they act. Um, on top of that, the sound is fantastic. Uh, whatever they, whatever they did to record is top notch. And their musical choices for the game. It is a work of art. Nice. Um, the only detraction, I would say, is just kind of the really slow tutorial start to the game. I don't know, probably an 8 right now. Okay. I think it's the only game I bought recently that I did not buy on sale, just because I played every oh. other Metal Gear Solid game.
0: I figured um, it was since you bought it, so, at, at a strange time, I guess, it'd been out for a while.
2: Uh, not on Steam. Not on Steam. Oh, yeah, right, Steam out
1: right.
0: Um,
2: so you don't
1: have a PS4. Correct, but I get fantastic 60 frames. I did also have to wait. I did also ignore this new driver patch that actually made the RTX work with it. So I was like, why the fuck am I having screen tearing? I'm like, oh, because I ignored the actual patch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's
1: been like an, are you f- an hour fighting that. And I was like, oh, and it finally worked out. I'm like, all right, makes <laughs> sense. I'm dumb. Um, have you played it? You have a PS4? I haven't yet. I'm waiting
0: for it to. I was waiting for it to go on sale. It has a, had a couple. Uh, I have it on my list of games to shove in my card on Black Friday. I'm back.
1: I would say it's definitely worth that. Um, it's
2: probably it's gonna 36 take thirty six bucks time. right now right. on PS Four. Huh? Damn, it's thirty six bucks on PS Four right now.
0: Guarantee it'll be twenty bucks on Black Friday.
1: <laughs> Maybe. Um, Kojima games are weird like that. Sometimes they're for sale and sometimes they're not. Uh, it is a. PlayStation exclusive I think well this is cringy coming well, out was.
0: just just forming this thought makes me cringe but it's it is what it is and I like money um Walmart on Black Friday has really good games Walmart for no sale
1: doing Black Friday
0: no they're as far as I know they participate they're just not going to be open on Thanksgiving Day like they normally are I think they're still no they don't
1: have Thanksgiving or Friday open this year.
0: They're probably still gonna do because like last I think it was last year they did the sales for like a whole week. Um mm-hmm. but you had yep. to buy them online and do other shit, and especially with all the pandemic shit, they're probably gonna do some special online week long uh basically basically everyone's just trying to double down on copying uh Prime Day. Essentially. Yeah.
2: Um
0: Or Cyber Cyber Monday, whatever it's called. Um I mean if you
1: it's, it's fine. Wait till whenever, but I just recommend it just because he always mm-hmm. does great uh, philosophical uh, sci-fi sort of stuff. Um, yeah. This one's all about how being connected to people is beneficial. Don't isolate yourself, that sort of thing. Yeah,
0: I definitely gotta try it. It's just, right, and since I have so many games on my backlog, I tend to only buy games if they're on sale or really cheap, so. Yeah. Unless it's something huge, but um, let's see, coming towards oh, coming towards the end. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima is sold out in Japan. That's not hugely
1: surprising to me. Um, yeah, the physical copies. Um, I made a joke with with Jaff that if you had Warzone, the digital copies were sold out because you can't download any other thing to <laughs> your console. <copy. laughs> but uh, yeah, they're actually they had they had to start printing more physical copies of the game. Um that's quite impressive. Uh it's a very popular game. It actually um previously the last last of us 2 held the record for fastest selling uh PS4 exclusive in Europe and Ghost of Tsushima actually just passed that nice. even faster. So uh it's being met with critical success which critical success is more than just you know your user rating or your journalist rating Mm -hmm. um it's you know it's financial success so it's succeeding extremely well financially um whatever may come to sucker punch from this they well deserve it because everything i've seen it looks fantastic and they know how to make open world games um i played infamous and infamous second son thoroughly multiple times and Kind of like the complaint I had with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh how like all the open world stuff was just kind of boring, bland, and there and just bloat. Mm-hmm. It's not that way at all. Like in uh Infamous they all had a point. It was all new skills, it was all new skill points. It was like the actual side characters you do quests for come back later on. Um the stories actually mattered and everything I've seen with Tsushima is they learned they, they kept that to heart. They crafted the world. Um they made sure that these side characters carried on. Uh it's People are loving it. Um, Hopefully it comes to PC soon. Uh, I know Sony made those uh, made that special video game intro for games that are on other platforms. So I'm sure it'll just be a matter of time before they start releasing more stuff, but it's probably something I'll have to wait for. Mm. Uh, Yeah, so selling out literally. (laughs) Well, and um,
0: you're planning to get a PS5, right? uh more than likely yeah you know it'll be on ps5 too
1: uh it was released a couple days before the requirement for it to be on ps5 well
0: that's 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 just that's just an arm twist requirement (laughs) though they can still opt to do it they probably have some special i'm
2: sure they will but it's not like it won't be an
0: upgrade like.
2: like other titles will be
1: i think all of them will be they're smart Oh, I guarantee it. Just like uh, the PS4 had Last of Us come out on it. Yeah. Uh, PS5, I'm sure will have Last of Us 2, and all their major mm-hmm. first-party games come out.
0: And, I'm, and I know, and going this goes into the next one, uh, I know I'm hoping at least that Final Fantasy 14 will, because I play for Final Fantasy 14 on um, PlayStation 4, and hopefully they do like they did with uh, PS3, uh, where when they started phasing out the old gen, the new gen, they let you upgrade to. That won't be me, obviously. I'm a whore, and I'll end up buying the new special edition stuff because I have all the collector's edition boxes for Final Fantasy fourteen. But,
1: my we'll see. My, my copy should work just fine, thankfully. Hmm? My copy should work just fine without an upgrade, if that's the need. Oh, yeah. well, yeah, you play on PC, right? So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, hopefully, <laughs> but you will have to
0: buy the new expansion, which... Uh, you know, we're still a year out, but it, uh, we should be getting an announcement here soon. That's that's the next topic. is the Final Fantasy 14 that update news. The biggest thing is that the new raid is coming. So for those that are on top of the new raids, um, the uh, the next instance of um, of our raids is. I think this is the second one. I haven't. I've haven't been. Keeping, yeah, I, I have not been keeping up with it very well for the reasons we discussed before. I'm just now this week starting to get back into it and starting to uh get things up again so that's cool um i'm excited and i know <clears throat> hoping we should get some news pretty soon traditionally what they do is they go in june specifically um so june of one year they'll release an expansion then june of the next year they'll re- they'll announce the next expansion then the next year release it because i released an expansion every two years in june um almost to the day um and then those in between by years basically is when they make the announcement for it in the same month so we're um it's i with the pandemic stuff they're probably going to be a little bit later you know we're in july now or sorry not to um either june or july because i think last year actually they switched it up but it's it's mid-summer right uh, and we're midway through July. They still haven't announced what the next expansion will be. I'm guessing things have slowed down a little bit because of the pandemic. I know their customer service department straight up shut down for like three months in North America. Um, so it has impacted them. So I'm hoping that sometime in August we'll be hearing uh, the next expansion. Generally, we'll get the name and the theme vaguely and teasers in midsummer then come towards the holiday season around November, December. They'll give a little bit more details and they'll start releasing um, about January. We'll usually get a teaser as to what the new uh, classes will be in the, usually in the form of someone on stage making we announcements wearing a shirt that references it. If all of these sound specific, it's because they followed a pattern for three expansions in a row. I'm not just pulling this out of nowhere. They are Perfect. very They're very systematic with it. But yeah, now, of course, this year they're going to break it, but they're they're very systematic and reliable with it at this point, Um, especially the closing. The first instance actually was um, on – it wasn't Heavensward. It was uh, uh, Stormblood when Red Mage was coming out, um, and the director went up there and he was talking. People kept asking him about hints for the new classes, and he was wearing a Scarlet Witch shirt, and he said, the only hint I'm going to give you is my shirt. And everyone knew right then it was gonna be Red Mage. So now that's he did yeah. the same thing um with uh was it I think it was on with the Blue Mage on the last one. But he's they're turning that into a theme now we too. Don't but, talk about Blue Mage. but the uh the one thing that's yeah and the, that's one thing that's consistent though. So hopefully we'll see some updates. Um I know for our conjecture videos that we're doing, that's one that I'll jump on immediately, is I love going and talking about the new classes they might add and that type of stuff. But for now um, they are updating the raids two out of three on the Alliance raids is now released. So we'll probably look at the conclusion to that Alliance raid next spring. Um, But for now, uh, yeah, that's it for final fantasy 14. Um, The next thing I think is Jaff's topic, Uh, the PSN summer sale and state of play.
2: Yep, so right now, uh until let me see real quick. Till the uh, until August 20th, uh, the PS4 summer sale is going on. Uh quite a few titles discounted. Nothing as great as the Steam sale, but it's still a discount. Uh you have titles like uh Plague Tale. There's normally fifty dollars at 17. Uh we were talking about Death and- Stranding earlier. Uh uh, Plague Tale, yes, yes. nice, Super good. good, good to hear that. Uh, we were talking about Death Stranding earlier. It's right now it's thirty six dollars instead of the usual sixty, um, and quite a few. There's quite there's there's quite a list. Uh, for those who haven't gotten uh, The Witcher three yet, uh, it's twelve bucks right now. Uh, it's actually the last one oh, okay. on I the game, list. It has yeah, uh, the 10, uh, the
0: DLC's yeah. on sale too.
2: Nice.
3: Yeah, I got the I, DLC. I just have never played yeah,
2: through it. Yeah, I. am still, I'm still, I'm still in Velen. I'm still in the is second it, map of the game. The, the one that's on Velen sale is, is, is it long. the complete yes. edition
3: though?
0: Actually, now that I think about it, it's probably. It the, just
2: says, it, yeah, it just says Wild Hunt. So I'm not sure. I'm sure that you know the DLC has dropped too. Uh why the Wild they?
0: Hunt is DLC, isn't it?
2: No, that's just the name. It's the regular game.
0: Oh, Okay, I know I got the complete edition. because of all the shit. So
2: that's what, I, yeah, another that's reason what I, I try got. and wait on year. games
0: a lot mm-hmm. of times is um i try to wait a couple of years and get the complete editions that way it's not so much about the money of the dlc it's just i don't want to have to go through like buying all of it when i could just download it all at once and have it done with
2: yeah horizon zero dawn is on this list uh it's actually the complete edition uh i have it i got that for 12 bucks on game.
0: amazon a couple weeks ago
2: my brother got it for me for Christmas like two years ago, and I started playing it. I loved it, but it's the whole... Once I heard it was coming out on Steam, I was like, I'm going to wait for the complete edition on Steam and get it on Steam. Mm.
1: Fair enough. I'd rather... I, recommend play it. It. I can't wait to aim with a mouse.
2: Yeah. Same <sighs> here. That's that's all it is. It's the, the aiming... I can do console. I don't have a problem. It's just... Can but you not plug a mouse frame in? rate... You might, but the frame rate... <laughs> Oh, that's the game, my, that's my other
1: game also needs to support it individually.
0: So yeah, I but like ninety yeah. percent of them handle mouse and keyboard nowadays. If you plug it on a PS4,
2: true. And then you have assholes like uh, Respawn who won't allow you to play. Uh, what's that game called? The uh, The Battle right. Royale. God damn it! I was that's really that. into it. Oh, yes. Oh. Wow, I feel like a. Ass because a- I was so Apex? In yeah, Apex, into it. Yeah, Apex. Oh, yeah, a- oh, that's Apex.
0: actually a- the one you forgot. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. like, right, oh shit! I'm, I'm like,
3: about Every
2: episode.
3: Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> so funny because I haven't played it in so long, and it was because of that. I tried hooking up my mouse to the to the PlayStation a few months ago, and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? So I checked it out, and they won't allow it. They will not support it on PC. That's pretty uh, excuse me on, on on console. It's so lame. So, whatever. I had it's a crossplay here
1: soon though and whoop them up from PC to console.
2: Is there though? Because I've heard that the crossplay is only gonna be Xbox to PlayStation, which is gonna be super lame, but whatever.
1: Doubt.
0: They open that switch, What's they might on? as well open it to everybody.
2: Yeah, we'll see. It's respawn, so yeah. All right. Uh let's... the other thing uh is uh there's a rumor that there's gonna be a state of play early August. Um the leak or the rumor was, uh, was published on Twitter by a guy named Roberto Serrano. Uh, his handle is at Geronimo underscore 73. And, um, apparently, he's uh, pretty up there uh, when it comes to the uh, truth factor and, and leaks when it mm. comes to this kind of stuff, according to the article. Uh, so they say that the state of play will actually be uh, set for August 6th. Um, possibly talking about, um, the price for the PlayStation finally, uh, and as you guys mentioned earlier, uh, pre-orders are open, but I really don't see how that works if you can't pay for it. Well, a lot uh, of I places you, you don't. Ch- yeah, go ahead. Uh, a, we're saying a, the same thing. A,
0: a lot of places you don't pay most places you don't pay until it ships. So,
2: okay, or
0: oh, in some seen. cases, if there's a high demand like the Square Enix store and Final Fantasy 7, mm-hmm. they'll charge like a month to a couple days before. Um, but in most cases, yeah, it's like two days prior to the day it ships.
1: Yeah, okay. online retailers will reserve the the unit for you, you'll pay the day it ships, or like the day before, or whatever. Brick and mortar mm-hmm. stores will usually require like a
2: small like downplay,
1: like five bucks yeah. yeah. deposit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's all. So uh
2: this is interesting. In the in the article, uh there's screenshots of the guy's post and speculation for the release, and I don't know, I don't remember you guys mentioning it earlier. I think we were just talked about what where and when it might release. Uh but he's saying uh possible uh, November twenty-sixth for the Xbox Series X and uh November twenty-seventh for the PS5.
0: That sounds on par to me. I mean they said holiday season and like
2: Yeah, that makes I, sense.
0: I like to do my holiday shopping really early, but I know most people do it in about mid to late November, so that falls mm-hmm. into line to me.
3: I do it way late, two weeks before Christmas.
0: I usually <laughs> every I, time. I try and start it really around now and I try and start getting small stuff all the way up to Black Friday and then I finish everything I have left on Black Friday.
3: Sure. Well, you're more responsible than me.
0: I'm not responsible. I'm just OCD and overorganized.
2: <laughs> yeah, And at the very end of the article, there's another screenshot of his speculation of the price, which everybody's throwing out pretty much the same price tags. Four uh, to dollars Yeah,
0: four, $449. $4,500? we are talking about what? consoles, not PCs.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, He's doing a way four, wrong. Jesus Christ. Four forty nine for the Xbox and five hundred for the PlayStation. But obviously, it's just a, to be confirmed. It's he, he doesn't really know that. Yeah, right.
0: Uh, now that I think about it, here's a theory. Actually, I think it would make sense then if it's August sixth that um, Final Fantasy fourteen will probably re- announce or tease its next expansion then because they've always been intimately tied with sony and playstation obviously since it's only available on pc and on playstation and it wouldn't be the first time square enix announced something for both playstation and pc during um a P- during a state of play um plus they've been kind of ramping up lately which they tend to do before announcements i.e I- they just moved the free trial to where it includes the entire core game and heaven's word um and they've also – I think the entire uh, complete edition is 50% off right now. Um, they're they're really ramping stuff up, and they tend to do that before announcements of new properties, be it uh, a new expansion or big sales they do on the online store or whatever. So, um, yeah, maybe we'll see some of that on the 6th also.
2: We'll have to wait and see. Yep.
0: Wait and see. All right, I think the last thing for the evening is the Xbox games announcements um, from today. And then I mixed the phasing out gold and Series Up uh, Series X updates all into that since it ties in.
1: Yeah, there weren't too many actual Series X updates that we had, right? Um, uh, it was, the yeah. only thing was that about how they're not going
0: to have a lot of exclusive games.
1: Yeah, they're just cross platform between the one and the series x which sure whatever makes and sense and pc and it's my own microsoft
0: so it can't be that surprising
1: um yeah and actually they're they're
0: like they make money when they when pc games get sold you know not as much but somewhere down the line microsoft's still mean, they're not
1: making money off of selling consoles you don't do that until your last couple years well, exactly anyways
0: well exactly so them selling stuff on pc is the same concept they're selling the
1: piece you know what i mean it was just a lot of games a lot of people were like hey where's your games they're like hey we got this Yeah, literal games showcase um a lot of it was microsoft game studios companies which i think there are now 11 various ones that they've purchased or partnered with specifically um there are some that are straight up owned by Microsoft, which will not be released on other platforms aside from PC, which all of their games are now supposed to launch on PC as well. Um, and a lot of and they have a few other ones where they have console launch exclusivity deals. So they'll be available on your PlayStation or Nintendo console if it's still a switch or whatever come that time. hmm. But yeah, the big the big one they opened up with Halo Infinite, um, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, PC, um, twice the size of the last two Halos combined. That's not necessarily oh, wow. a good thing, but that's a pretty big game. Um, supposed to be more open worldish for each map you're on. So mm. is, um, it kind of sounds the like they might good. go a weird direction
0: with that. But...
1: You Master Chief had a grappling hook. I don't know why. He just now <laughs> has a grappling hook. <laughs> that's exactly. That's I laughed when I saw it in the trailer.
3: Easier <laughs> transportation. Uh,
1: he had a fucking jetpack. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Does does what what?" Oh uh, yeah, okay.
3: Well, that's just silly. It's like Batman with his utility belt.
1: Oh man! So this list I have here is just I just watched that showcase. Just jotted something quick down, mostly snarky because that's me. <laughs> Um, State of K3, um, the first two, they're zombie survival games. Uh, it it looked like State of K, there was a zombie deer eating a wolf, and it was in a snowy wilderness. So, I don't know what that means. Uh, more open survival rather than just uh bunkering up in a house. Um, And the Game Pass will give access to every game Microsoft releases, uh, all platforms, on console. Um, It looks like it is actually replacing uh, gold. So you'll have your Game Pass instead of gold. Do
0: you still need... So do you have to have Game Pass to play online games?
1: Um, If it's replacing gold, yes, I would believe so. Okay. Gold just like the service called with it. Whatever, it's fine. You might as well get all those games if you're at it.
0: I mean, how, how much so how much this gold was the same as places where right? like 60 bucks a year, right? Yeah. Um, how much was uh, the game pass?
1: I don't know. My ultimate game pass on PC is I think like five bucks a month. Ooh. But I also don't need the online functionality of gold since I am on a, mm. a PC instead of an Xbox. So yeah, I don't need gold. So I don't know if there's any difference there. Um, Another Forza Motorsport, Uh, it's going back to the more hardcore simulation rather than the weird open-world arcade that Horizon has been doing with their weird racing music festivals set in a Dutch countryside or something. I don't know. Um, It looks good. Most racing games are great launch titles because it's really easy to make them look really, really good. And Mm. from what they showed, Forza, just titled Motorsport, looks fantastic. Nice. Um, A game called Everwild, it's from Rare, Um, they did, originally did Um, Banjo-Kazooie. Very stylized, I thought it looked cool. You're what's called an eternal, which looks like you're a druid or a shaman, something like that. Nothing else really came of it you were like communing with animals and nature mm-hmm. casting magic uh an interactive story adventure game uh called tell me why uh it started off with showing
2: Ain't a mom but a sorry
1: if no, your mom no. tried to kill you that would be a heartache <laughs> uh it starts off with that brother or sister separated in childhood after he retaliated against his mom trying to kill him. They go back home. There's some weird psychedelic ghost thing going on. I don't know. Um could be cool if you're into those sort of games. Mm. Uh, Ori and the World of Wisps is getting a special edition. Um, mm. apparently it's supposed to make it look better and run actually, you know, at a good frame rate. It's such a
3: pretty, um, pretty
1: game. And they did some slowdown comparisons of the frame rate the uh, 60 that was on the one and the 144 that the Series X version will support. And slowed down, you can tell there's a huge, massive difference as well as particle effects available. Look, it's a pretty game already just looks even more gorgeous. Uh, Outer Wilds is getting its first of two expansions. Um, It was Obsidian's first game outside of the Fallout um, universe, that style of game. Um, If anyone hasn't played it, I recommend it. It's really fun. But it's getting its first expansion called Peril on Gorgon. Um, (laughs) The entire trailer for it was like some weird old timey murder mystery. With ridiculous space stuff thrown in. Hmm. Um, The expansions are being created. By a different studio though. Called Private Division. While Obsidian works on a different game entirely. Um, You have Grounded. Which looks like Honey I Shrunk the Kids action survival game. Hmm. You get shrunk down in your backyard. And you fight spiders and be killed by them. While chopping down grass to make tents. If you want another survival game to add to your five billion. Uh avowed. That's the big one that was announced that's gonna be pretty much a straight up competitor to uh Skyrim.
0: So that's currently. what it looks like Elder Scrolls, right?
1: Yeah, so um it's a first person action RPG, like an Elder Scrolls game. Um, it is created by Obsidian Entertainment. They were the orig- they were the people who originally worked on Fallout, and then went to Bethesda, and they kind of branched out like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's set in the set on the world of Aora, which is the same world that their other two games, isometric uh, RPGs, uh, Pillars of Eternity and Pillar Pillars of Eternity 2: Deadfire, are set on. Um, so it's already like a fleshed out universe you have um those those are two great rpgs i recommend everyone play as well this is just a way different game they're coming out with you have another interactive story coming out called as dusk falls um it was a kind of like a in between comic movie story thing you're playing it looks like um the trailer really did make it seem like a drama it's supposed to span over like 30 different years, about two families whose dramas intertwined. If you watch the trailer, you'll understand it. Um, Psychonauts 2, I gotta watch Jack Black sing, so that was Hmm. great. Um, uh, It still has the same styling, looks great. Um, You still have psychic powers, and Jack Black's in the game. Uh, That was interesting. Um, You got an update to Destiny 2. It's going to be launching November 10th. Ah, uh, their new—it's going to be launching. There's a couple things. Uh, they revealed that the new expansion, Beyond Light, is coming out November 10th. Um, it will also be launching on Ultimate Game Pass, including all of the DLC content for it for Ultimate Games Pass players. So you'll be able to get it through your Microsoft Store or on your console to play all the expansion at the same time. Um, they'll also have like an upgraded version for the Series X when the console launches. Uh, S.T.A.L.K.E.R. 2 is like a more hardcore Fallout game. It's set in Chernobyl. Um, the first one, S.T.A.L.K.E.R. and its kind of weird pseudo add-on, S.T.A.L.K.E.R. Clear Skies, are have a pretty huge cult following. Um, you're dealing with other people in the irradiated zone. Um, you're dealing with mutated monsters. You're also dealing with anomalies, which are like weird spatial distortion things that will outright murder you. Uh, A lot of horror stuff there. Um, Also, a new game announced was Warhammer 40k Darktide, which is like Warhammer 40k version of Warhammer Vermintide. It's a four-person squad co-op with waves of enemies. So if you like 40k, as opposed to older Vermintide, you're in luck. You're fighting what is called the Hive and you're a recon force. So not much else there. Uh, A new Tetris game. Tetris Effect. Seems to be music involved with it somehow. Um, Some game called The Gunk, where you explore planets and suck up weird goop pollution with your vacuum hand. Mm. That's literally all I got from it. Interesting. Um, One of the more interesting looking ones I hadn't heard of before was The Medium. Um, It's a murder mystery, and you're a medium, a person who communes with Ghosts and Spirits, and when you're doing certain parts of the game, it splits your screen in half and your characters in both the real world and the spirit world at the same time, oh, so wow. the environments are different, and it looks really cool, and so they interact with each other in different ways. That's um, I, would, I would check out that trailer. It was really, really cool looking, uh, and it's two completely different rendered environments at the same time, so that is actually, That's and if it doesn't yeah. look as good as the trailer... Um, that is an impressive tech feed, at least. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, no, that really is. Um, Crossfire X, a single player campaign for a free to play online shooter on the Xbox. Uh, it's just a single player campaign for it. For some reason, they felt like they should. Um, a new fable. Uh, there was an announcement with a fairy being eaten by a frog.
0: And I think we were expecting that. I know we talked about that a few weeks ago, too. Yeah. Fable.
1: Yeah. There were rumors of a fable. I honestly thought there would be more info than a fairy being eaten by a frog. I think they're just confirming the rumors, essentially. Yeah. And then uh, the big one for me, um, a big thing for Microsoft currently, as well as Fantasy uh, Star Online 2, is getting a overhaul called New Genesis. It's the same game. Um, just overhaul. Thank Okay. Uh,
0: I think I'm I'm missing something is that what's the one you've been talking about was that isn't that
1: two also or yes so how this how this is appearing from every all the information they released think of this as like Final Fantasy 14 1.0 turning into a Realm Reborn okay got it yeah um all of your characters all of your cosmetics everything you've purchased they it all transfers over into this new new genesis Um, It's a huge, massive. It is an eight-year-old game. It does look dated. Um, I enjoy the gameplay style of it, the instance areas, the running back through dungeons, the varied fights. Mm. Um, This changes some of that a little bit. It gives it a modern engine. Um, It's supposed to launch sometime next year. Um, It seems like it will be their seventh episode, which are pretty much their expansions. Um, and it's launching worldwide simultaneously. And it did state that it's a console launch exclusive, so it might be coming to PlayStation as well. Ooh. Uh, I do know initially it is an Xbox exclusive because Microsoft did pay for a majority of the dubbing of it to English as well as the uh, transferring it over to the US, the port. So mm. it should eventually come. But this is definitely something that Sega has been working on. And this might be when it launches on PlayStation is with this Um, just because it is launching in both simultaneously that was stated. So it seems like that's when originally it was probably going to be ported over to the US and Microsoft just kind of wanted to jump on it. And I mean, I've bought quite a bit of stuff through the Microsoft store because of that game. Yeah, they've gotten their share from me. Yeah, that was actually a ton of games from the showcase, which we did not see any games at all from Microsoft for the longest time relating to the Series X. Yeah. Let's see. I
0: think the only other thing you said you had a surprise for us
1: at the end about China. 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 So this is China. Zero, to do with. zero to do with anything video game related. I have already prefaced that. Uh, uh, on a, in an interview on a BBC morning show, the Chinese ambassador of the UK. Oh, what's his name? I'm going to slaughter this, but I don't care. Lu Z- Zha- Zhao Um, he was confronted with drone footage of, uh, how do I pronounce this? Uh, Uyghur Muslims being loaded onto trains while blindfolded. Um. Oh, <laughs> So that's all I got for Chinese stuff. And he said, oh, this is just how we transport prisoners.
0: <laughs> Blindfolded.
1: But yeah, fuck China. Fuck China. China. China.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, it looks like that's all we've got, folks. Make sure you tune in next week. Our podcasts are now going to be weekly so that they don't have to be two hours long. Um So make sure you start tuning in every week uh, to check out our new episodes. Um, Since they're going to be shorter, I'm going to be doing my best to get videos made for to get them on our Facebook also. I know it's uh, our reach gets limited a lot when we as soon as you put a link on a post, it totally hacks your reach down. So it's better to add content directly to Facebook. So I'll be working on that. Uh, but until then, keep an eye out for our various podcasts on your favorite uh area, be it Spotify or Apple or what have you. So thank you, everybody. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Dark Feather Gaming News, and have a great rest of your week.
1: Later. Bye. And Jeff's asleep.
0: Yeah, he fell asleep. I think that's okay. <laughs> okay. Jeff says bye. See you guys. (laughs) Later. (laughs)